sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match us. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hey, everybody, welcome to Pot Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Cardi. This week we're doing. Seinfeld versus difficult people. The first return to something we've done previously, I believe. No, we did like a million Bob Moulds. Well, that's true, but I mean like a TV show or, yeah, a TV show. Yeah, right. first first rerun, if you will. And I won't. And I will. So, and you won't. Uh. Yeah, so we picked for Seinfeld, it was Season 7, Episode 13. It really should have been Season 7, Episode 7. I know, because the, yeah, and the episode is called The Seven. But they just planned it poorly. As usual. TV writers, man. Idiots. Yeah, I just assume it's like a big haze of marijuana smoke. I would uh, say this was not the TV writer's fault, this is the producer's the, fault or yeah the network or somebody goes, yeah. yeah warren littlefield's fault yeah i'll blame warren littlefield and les moonvis even though he wasn't didn't have anything to do with cbs i guess i knew his name already <clears throat> so that's why like i understood NBC. the joke but um the 30 rock episode that made fun of his name was great yeah i just like saying his name les moonvis oh did kimmy schmidt come out yet i don't think so oh I think, I think it's maybe today or tomorrow or Monday. Oh, really? Yes. I don't mean the first season. The first season's been out for nigh on a year. I'm talking about the second season. Nigh on a year as the crow shits. Yeah. I, well, no, I didn't even know. Well, like we were talking about before we came on, uh, I have not been on social media much or the, the internet in general other than like email and stuff. I was going to say, I don't think anyone on social media has talked about Kimmy Schmidt coming. Well, I would think it would show up as an ad or something. Ah, I hate those ads. Yeah, me too. Everyone that yeah, comes up, exact, I'm like, don't I, show me this again. I can't believe it. I didn't watch an episode, but uh, first episode, I mean, it's it's on now. It's streaming right now, right this second. Oh, must be. 13 episodes, second season. Oh, that's weird. Like, usually you start at midnight or something. Well, I'm. It started midnight last night. Oh. April 15th was... Oh, no. Now everyone knows when we recorded this. Damn. April 26th, too. Fucking... Fucking uh, FBI is going to be all in our shit now. Uh, Assassinate us like they did Kennedy. For speaking the truth about Seinfeld and difficult people. Season 7, episode 13. 13. Let's just say episode 7. I like that better. It should have been episode 7. The 7. And in this episode, uh, George talks about naming his child 7, if they ever have a child, him and Susan. Who is his fiancée. The thing that doesn't quite make sense to me is it seems like Mickey Mantle as a baseball player would have been not his idol. It would have been like he would have been too young for that. But maybe I have. I think Mickey Mantle stopped playing like let's say 1968 or 67, something like that. 
I can't. I don't know when Jason Alexander was born. What do you? When do you think? Eighteen seventy-four. Then it makes even less sense because his favorite player would be Abner Double Up Doubleday, the inventor of baseball, supposedly. Allegedly, we we all know it was really a Scotsman. Always oh, getting shafted, those Scots. They invented golf, and yet they uh, credit that to George Washington Carver. They also invented bourbon. Yeah, and, uh, you know, that gets credited to uh, Smirnoff. Yeah, What a country. The, uh, wait, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, maybe, yeah, that is weird. Maybe he was just such an icon that, you know, maybe his dad yeah. was, like, in, really into uh, Mickey Mantle. Although I can't really see Frank Costanza being into anything. Really, <laughs> except hollering. I did. I mean, just even them writing the episodes. Maybe I'm. Maybe I have their ages wrong. Because because I, I think of Billy Crystal as being like a huge Mickey Mantle fan because he talked about it all the time. And he's much older than Seinfeld. But maybe Seinfeld's like a little bit young, but was seeing the tail end of his career. So maybe Seinfeld was born in like. Oh, I wonder if there's a way for me to find out when Seinfeld. Billy was Crystal born. much older than Seinfeld, isn't he? I have no idea. I mean, he's much shittier for sure. I, maybe not, because, yeah, think about the... No, I think... I would say Billy Crystal is 10 years older than Seinfeld. All right, you look up Seinfeld. I'm looking up Billy Crystal. Oh, uh, uh, Jason Alexander was born in 1959. 59. So, yeah, he could have been a yeah. Mickey yeah. Mantle fan. Um, Billy Crystal, Wikipedia. Billy Crystal... Oh, yeah, Billy Crystal was born in 48. And Seinfeld was born in 54. Oh, really? Six not that, years. No, not that yeah. much. So he's also in Mickey Mantle territory. He'd been like 10 while he was playing. So, yeah, makes sense. And, yeah, and... Uh, of course, Seinfeld's a Mets fan, so it doesn't... None of it makes sense. Larry David would be the Mickey Mantle fan. He wrote the episode. I don't know and, what you're talking about now. You're getting into sports. This episode is all about sports. Mets? What's Mets short for? Metropolitans? Yes. Is that were they actually called the Metropolitans at one point? I don't think so, but I think it was always short for Metropolitans. Yeah. What else could it be short for? Metal. The metals. That's better. They had metal. So there's there's a few New York te- teams that are kind of the lesser New York teams. The bigger New York teams are the Yankees, Giants, and Knicks, and the other teams are the New York Mets, the New York Jets. And the Brooklyn Nets. And the Pumpkins. And their, names, their names rhyme was the point of that story. The Queens, Pumpkins, and uh, the Staten Island Fairies. Wait, they're neat. Yeah. Are they really lesser teams? I don't even know what the Nets are. Is that, I assume it's, wait, is that basketball? Yes, and it's a terrible name for a team. It is. It's the actual equipment that's used. Yes, but I think it was, the point was to, I don't know, I don't want to say lesser, but they're, they're the teams that came after. Oh. The Yankees were around first, and the Mets came to kind of replace the Giants and the Dodgers. And Well, this is all interesting. I'm glad we started a sports podcast where one person is interested and one person isn't. And by one person who's interested, I'm talking about David, and one person is interested, I'm talking about Michael Morris. But, and yeah, the Nets is a terrible – like, that's like naming your team the backboards or the, like, tall African-American gentleman. 
there's a, a, a somewhat interesting if you like these sort of things oral history of of the year the nets the nets trying to tried to change their name and the name they tried to change it to was the swamp dragons well swamp dragons is badass they should have done yeah. that but i like the reasoning behind it the guy was looking out the the window at the meadowlands which is basically on a swamp and he said hey we're on a swamp we should change the name to something like that so they went through everything to make the team name this like they did all the mock-ups of the uniforms they're going to change the the look of the court and all their colors were going to change and they brought it to the league owners and this the commissioner's response when he heard the the idea was this is a fucking stupid idea but he let it happen anyway and uh, with the thought that the owners would never agree and it went before the owners and they needed a, a, a unanimous deci- decision to get it passed. And they were pretty sure it was going to pass because they talked to all the owners. It didn't pass by the vote of one. It turned out the Nets owner voted against it. Oh, I hope, I hope uh, he was murdered. Nope. Oh, he's I still just, with us. This is the team that wanted to change their name and pushed it through the only owner that would be against it, which is such a great story. Yes. He's still with us. He's actually right now the president of the United States. Oh, Trump. Yep. Makes sense. Wait, I thought Jay-Z... Wait, doesn't Jay-Z own the Nets? Wait, who... This is... This, yeah, Jay-Z does own the Nets. Well, this was years ago. That's their only basketball team, the Nets? Who's only basketball team? New York's. No, they're the... That's Like I said, they're the team that came around after the... Uh, the big team's the Knicks, New York Knicks. Knicks, I knew there was something. Which is short for Knickerbocker. Which was uh, an old-timey term for a street rapist. Like, back in the 1800s, it was a cutesy term. Or turn of the century. Uh, why were they... Wait, why was he looking at the Meadowlands? Isn't that in New Jersey? Yes. The, there's the, originally, the Nets were the New Jersey Nets. Now they're the Brooklyn Nets. They that named, makes sense. New Jersey would name their team the Nets. But the New York Giants and the New York Jets also played in New Jersey, but they didn't. They still call themselves New York. Yeah, that's like that's like Oakland teams. They never say the they never say Oakland when they talk about the Warriors here. There's there's other Oakland teams. And they all say Oakland. Oakland A's. I know. They, Oakland well, Raiders. They, they say the A's a lot. Yeah. If like I mean national media, if you watch it, they uh, they won't say Oakland. I don't know why. That's weird. Racist. But San Francisco 49ers also not in San Francisco. Well, no, fact. yeah, they're in Santa Clara, which is like some shitty uh, tech city. It's not even a, you can't call it a city. It's a town. Probably have cows. I bet they have cows in Santa Clara. That would be a vote for it, in my opinion. So I don't think they have cows. They just have parking lots and strip malls. And I was using cows in like the British sense of like nagging old women. Oh, that's a, a double vote for it. The, yeah, the, I mean, it makes sense. New Jersey Nets, I get that. I mean, they named their governor Chris Christie. That's like the most unoriginal name you can come up with. Eh, what do you expect? Remember when Chris Christie really was well-liked by the Amer- American public and he had a chance to become president? Yep. I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about after Hurricane Sandy. Yeah. Way to piss uh, that away, Chris. Yeah. Christie. Man, yeah, I mean... He kind of crapped all over that, like he just. I might be making this up, but I'm pretty sure he had the the stomach stapling surgery. I don't think it worked for him. No, it doesn't work for everybody. Not stomach stapling, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Well, because because he got so hungry, he he just unstapled. You know, I'm not going to do Chris Christie fat jokes. I hate that shit. 
It's well, I wasn't trying to do a joke. I no, I was. That's why I was stopping myself. He's just an asshole. Like, there has nothing to do with... Let's not drag his appearance into it. I'm talking to myself again. Hi, John. How's it going? All right. Seinfeld, uh, Season 7, Episode 7. Pick this episode. What seven. made you pick it? <laughs> There's only one thing that made me pick it. There's a scene when uh, George is in the car with Susan, and she's like, there's no way I'm naming my baby Seven. And he, like, screams out the window, let's all calm down. I'll lose our heads here. Like, it, there's no reason for him to scream that out the window, and I just find it hilarious every time. That's all. That's a good reason. Yeah. George is very had very funny anger in this episode. Yes, it's, it's a very... good George angry episode. I guess that's probably the main reason. And I've requested that we do Seinfeld because I wanted to contrast it with difficult people, which we'll talk about later. But one of the things that's great about Seinfeld is that they're all unlikable, but they're always brushing up against people who are just blah. They're not likable or, un- or unlikable. They're just kind of there. Yeah. That, that makes their unlikability very acceptable. <laughs> and I'm not sure why that is. Yeah. No, I, I it's well, because they're actually entertaining compared to the other people. That's true. Their unlikability doesn't have anything to do with the humor. They'd be funny either way. But I just, I just like the interaction between the, the couple who want to name the name. And it's it's they're not being like jerks about it. They're just like, it's what's the big deal? It's just a name. And it's funny. Yeah. They're going to name their kid Seven and George just loses his shit. He recommends they name their kid Soda, which is a terrible name. He likes S names. Yeah, he does. And named after product. Soda. Mickey Mantle, product. Of our times. Of our collective unconscious. He came came after the uh, debacle that was uh, FDR and, like, made America hope again. I didn't know you were an anti-FDR person. Look, I like my presidents with functioning limbs. I don't think that's... I mean, that should be in the Constitution. I don't think that's too much to ask. Well, maybe one day they'll do it. Lower the age to 21. And, uh... The minimum age? Yeah, for president. And the the only age. age. No, the only age. Yeah, so... So it's all only one term president. One year terms. Yep. A one year term. So yeah. you can only be. So the perfect president would be born on uh, January 18th. Per, yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, they can start running when they're 18, you know, like they do now, like three years ahead of time. But mm-hmm. but yeah, 21, one year term and then uh, you kill him. Oh, well, that took a turn that I didn't expect. Yeah, it's I thought... just like Logan's run. Great sci-fi movie you probably haven't seen. Because you're too young. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh. Farrah Fawcett, dude. Come on. I think they killed everybody at 30 there, and then, you know, a couple people tried to escape. Is Farrah Fawcett Logan? No, I don't think so. I think Logan's... It must be Run. Michael. Yeah, she's Run. Um, no DMC in it, though. It's too early. Um, I think Michael York is Logan possibly what a weird actor to be famous as the 70s yep ugly people had a chance i mean almost entirely ugly people 70s cinema 
Sally Field was not ugly then. She's not ugly now. She'll never be ugly. Started in the 60s, though. Doesn't count. But, oh, so you're so they could, if they were a star already, it was okay. Yeah. They had a start in the 70s. Yeah. Just like, uh, I mean, you think Charles Bronson? Fugly. Yeah, but he started in the 60s. Uh, yeah, he's the exception that proves the rule. Oh, I, I love those because I never understand them. Man, I'm getting a thing that's saying uh, Firefox crashed, and then I like restart Firefox, and it's just like, report submitted successfully. Yeah, I'm not sending a report, I'm saying restart the goddamn thing. Oh my God. I'm glad you sent that report. Allow Mozilla to contact me about this report. What the hell am I going to do with their... This episode is called The Seven, so I would never have remembered that the the deal with... um, The two subplots in this episode are actually... I don't know if they're funnier, but they're more memorable than The Seven, but I would never remember that they're in the same episode. There's the one that Elaine buys an antique bike, and it's not really explained why she wants that antique bike, but Kramer really wants it too, and, and he gets it when he solves her neck problem. And the other episode is Jerry is dating someone who wears the same outfit every time he sees her. That was funny, too, when he calls her at the end. Yes. They wear the same episode every night. Hello. One of the few times that he gets dumped. Yeah. (laughs) For going through a closet looking to see if she has different outfits. That seemed kind of extreme. I mean, I guess it would be weird to go through someone you're dating's closet, but still kind of extreme. I was like, first date? It's like first date material for me. Go through their closet, through their through pockets, their, clutch. their yeah, their clutch, their little coach clutch. Wow, you date by you which date I mean, high class women. Well, I meant Craig T. Nelson. It's bargain, bargain bin, clutch. Star of Poltergeist. Thank you. I've forgotten who he was for a moment. Um. Yeah, smoking weed in that movie. I've never seen it. Nah, it's not worth it. You saw the remake, though. Yep. Yep. My compliments to the chef. Boyard uh, You know that was a real chef, and his name was Boyard I don't. That probably wasn't his name, but he was a real chef. And um, apparently, from my memory, a really terrible chef. His pictures on the can. I I am assuming. I look, man. The extent of my knowledge is he was a real chef, and my my fucking browser's not working. So, who the hell knows? I assume that was his picture on the. Maybe they got somebody more photogenic for the uh, right. can. Although that seems unlikely because that dude was also Charles Bronson level ugly. Was Butterworth really married to Mister Butterworth? Nope. She was actually Ms. But- Butterworth, but that would have been scandalous. Uh, back when that product came out, so Jemima had nieces and nephews. Nope. Uh, barren widow from a barren. Uh, her parents were barren as well. So. No well, it does. I, I, I just. I know what I know, and that is a fact. Seinfeld, the seven. The seven. Uh, yeah, uh, I really like the uh, episode about. Jerry's, or the episode, the subplot about uh, Jerry's girlfriend always wearing the same dress because you never find out. Does she have a bunch of those dresses? Does she keep wearing the same dress? Who knows? 
And it's great because there's that scene where Elaine sees her and can't see what she's wearing, but neither can we because she keeps her jacket closed the entire time. Yes, she keeps her jacket closed. I know. I like after watching that episode a couple times, I made sure to like pay attention when it showed her with Elaine. But yep, jacket closed. So they got continuity, right? If nothing else. Yeah, the the Elaine, well, the Elaine uh, bike subplot was, I mean, the whole thing with uh, Newman doing the King Solomon's thing. Yeah, and I like that they they never mentioned that that's what it's from. (laughs) No, but they think he's really wise for coming (laughs) up with that. Well, Kramer does. Well, yeah. And Kramer, once again, oh, and there's also a subplot about Kramer eating Jerry's food, right? Or was that a different episode that I watched? Uh, that was that was the same episode. And then Kramer gets the bill of how much he ate that week and says, I can't cover this. And the implication is that it's an enormous amount of money. So he says, I know how to get this money. And he sells the, the his bike, well, Elaine's, his bike from Elaine to Newman. And Newman says, best $50 I ever spent. So the amount of money he couldn't get a hold of was $50. Was 50 bucks. Well... He doesn't have a job, so... But he acted like there's no way anybody could get this money the way he said it. I know. He said, I don't have that kind of money. And, and then Jerry's like, few do. So, yeah, you're thinking yeah. it's like astronomical. <laughs> but instead, it's just ass. Which is... I mean, that's like the amount I pull out of my ass. Wayne Knight, who plays Newman, is very amusing on Seinfeld. But I've seen him on other stuff where he's also amusing. I think he's a funny guy. Yeah, he's a good secret weapon to have in your arsenal. He was probably funny on uh, Third Rock from the Sun, but that show was so awful I never really paid attention. Yeah, I would imagine he's funny in that. There's a terrible TBS show, or or not TBS, Nick at Night show, where it was a bunch of, like, Betty White lived in an apartment with... Oh, yeah, with Valerie Bertinelli and uh, Wendy Malick and uh, Jane Leaves. That's way too much information that I know about that show. Yeah. I watched a couple episodes, but he's in a few, and he's funny in it. Yeah, no, it's terrible. I saw, like, five minutes of one, because they show it in syndication now. Really? Yeah, I guess it went on long enough. Like, it's, like, late-at-night syndication, but still. I don't think it went on long enough, but they show everything in syndication now. Yeah, I, like, the rules have changed. Mm-hmm. You, no longer to, five years. Yeah, you have to make, like, 13 episodes, and you're syndicated in perpetuity. I wish, I mean, I wish Big Bang had only made 12 episodes. Jesus. That overtook, like, all the... Now all the good shows that used to be syndicated... Well, Seinfeld still shows here. Yeah, Um, Seinfeld's still on a lot. They've all been overtaken by these really terrible shows. But what is something that's... Like, King of Queens is probably not on as much anymore, but Big Bang Theory is. I guess that's something that got overtaken. Big Bang Theory, like, Mike and Molly is on. Yeah. Although, Two and a Half Men, not not really. Not here, anyway. I'd like to see... I've never watched an episode of Mike and Molly, but I really like Melissa McCarthy, so I'd like to see it just to see what I think. I like her sometimes. I heard that new movie is awful. Which is really sad, because Kristen Kristen Bell. Bell. I know. Spy was supposed to be great. Spy was supposed to be exceedingly funny, but Uh, I didn't see it yet. Saw it on an airplane. Not great. Well, that's not a good experience to watch any movie. That's the best experience. Except for Airplane. Yeah, that's true. You don't want to watch Airplane on an airplane. Then you go into a uh, wormhole. Come out in uh, 1902. 
like you're crazy talking on your cell phone. They're like, it's an alien, except they didn't really even think about aliens back then. But hey, you literally are crazy because you're talking on a cell phone and there's no one on the other end. Yeah, there's there's no network. There's no cell towers. Um, when do you think aliens first started being an idea? Because it seems like not until, like, uh, what's his name? Not H.G. Wells. Who am I thinking of? Maybe it is H.G. Wells. Who was War of the Worlds? H.G. Wells. Yeah, was it? Anyway, who cares? Like, one of those authors, like, late 18th century, early 19th century, god damn it, late 19th century, early 20th century, that's when it started being, like, a thing. But you don't really hear, like, any references to, like, aliens from outer space before that. That's weird. I want... You think they just didn't think of space? That yeah, I guess it was just behind their beyond their comprehension that anybody else could be out there. There would be like populated planets, yeah. Even though they knew there were other planets out there, and they must have figured we were on a planet. Yeah, I know it's it's strange. I mean, even though they built Stonehenge and the pyramids, people just didn't think of it. We'll never know. Well, there is all those aliens that are in ancient art. That they drew in there. Oh yeah, that's true. I think they're like supposed to be angels, but yeah, they look like aliens. I was talking about the babies. Oh yeah, god damn. I mean, I don't know if people were just super ugly back then, babies especially, or uh, artists were just really bad. In any case, I don't see what any of this has to do with Seinfeld. Pat, are you eating and a I candy bar thought... or something? I found this piece of plastic and I was investigating to make sure it wasn't alien nature. Uh, When they started this episode off in the antique store, I was almost thinking it was going to be the one where they kept feeding the girlfriend turkey to knock her out so they could (sighs) throw That's a good one, too. It's the one we did last time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's a bunch of good ones I could have done. Like, seriously, all I really remembered about this episode was George screaming out the car window. And I was like, that's one of of my top ten scenes from Seinfeld, so... The only what... thing I really remember is Kramer riding down the street on, on the girl's bike. <laughs> that's a well, girl's that's I, bike. I want to, what? That's a girl's bike. That's yeah. <laughs> what I want to talk about is the beginning where she, there's no explanation why she wants that. No explanation why they're in that store, but that that's not no matter, but why she wants that bike so much. I think she <laughs> just likes the sense. look of it or like it reminds her of, of a bike she had when she was a, she was a yeah. kid. Maybe, yeah. uh, you know, it's probably uh, in the bonus features on the DVD. Got like a whole extended scene of that. I don't have that DVD. I watched this on Hulu. And this episode on Hulu, I watched a little advertising for Hulu. I hope they pass, even though they didn't ask us to. At the beginning, it said, would you like to watch a one-minute commercial and watch a show with no commercials or watch it with commercials in there? And I said, I'm not an idiot. And I watched a one-minute commercial without watching it and watched the show with no commercials. I love when they do that, but it seems to be random when that happens. Oh, I thought maybe it was just for older shows. Nope, because it didn't do it with me for Sein- for this episode of Seinfeld, which I watched on Hulu, even though I own the DVD box set and could have watched it without commercials altogether. <laughs> Man, I would have watched it on a DVD to see if there's commentary. <sighs> I love Seinfeld commentary. I've never really listened to the commentary. It's hilarious. It's done by the... Um, what's the cast of CSI? No, the, the guy from Saturday Night Live that had glasses and looked like a nerd. Tim Kazarinski? Yeah, he does this, the commentary on every every season, every episode. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. He's really funny. 
just like he was on Saturday Night Live. Best, the best cast member probably ever. Next to Jay Moore. I always forget Chris Elliott was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, three generations of Elliott's on Saturday Night Live. Yep, Bob Elliott, Chris Elliott, Abby Elliott. And I'm sure, you know, uh, ten years from now, Caitlin Elliott. Will Caitlin still be a name in ten so years? Who knows? How old will this Caitlin Elliott be when, in ten years from now? Nine. Well, that's that's going to be the youngest star of Saturday Night Live ever. No, not in ten years. They're they're going for that younger demographic. It's going to start. The floodgates are going to open. They're going to get like all those uh, Disney Channel kids to come on, just like they did with Keenan Thompson. Don't you think it would be really neat if they re- revamped Saturday Night Live and had it called SNL TNG? And TNG would be Teenage uh, Teenage Ninja. Uh, wait, TNG, Teenage Ninja Geishas. No, it would be teenage. Wait, it would be the next generation, of course. Oh, just like STTNG. I, I'm not aware of that. Well, I thought, I, yeah, I don't know. I thought I was being hip, but I thought I'd read it somewhere. I don't go to Reddit that often. Reddit. Oh, I just got it. It's like, oh, I read it. Misspelled red, but that's internet culture. I don't have much to say about this episode. Oh, who cares? I mean, everybody's seen Seinfeld a million times. It was just, uh, I like George's reactions to everything. Uh, And I like Newman's co-starring. I don't think there's anything about, Oh, wait, wait, wait. Another great George angry line. Um, (laughs) when he's trying to get them not to name it seven, they're like going into the, uh, delivery room. He's like, George, she's in labor. So am I. Yes. <laughs> Another just non sequitur. I can't remember line. what he said. He says something super dramatic as the door closes on them when they're going in, but I can't remember what it was. I guess you'll have to watch the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he says Hitler was the greatest American ever. That must be in the bonus features. Maybe. Yeah. This, uh, I think we talked about it last time with Kramer, where Kramer is so funny. For me, I think he's a really funny character. But he's always coasting on that that Lenny and Squiggy edge where it, it's like he's going to be uh, not really a character but a caricature. And this episode he really gets pretty close, but he never goes over it, which is great. Yeah, he like he has that. It's almost a catchphrase for him, but it's not quite that giddy giddy up or whatever he does. That you know that noise. <laughs> Some, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a, neither of us can do it well, but but he could. That's why he's paid the big bucks. I guess. Her I mean, racist epithets. He had that terrible racist episode when he was doing stand up and but I'm I'm guessing he never really has to work again. No, I wouldn't I definitely wouldn't think none, I mean none of them do really. Yeah. So just Seinfeld was all they needed. And I I feel bad about the racist thing he did. I feel like maybe he shouldn't have been I don't know. I guess he's racist. I don't know. But it's, it just feels like he shouldn't shouldn't have been doing stand-up comedy, and he got himself into a position he was trying to be funny, and it was obviously the wrong thing to do. Right. He he definitely seems like a like a character actor, like who's a, who's funny. 
mm-hmm. like a Tim Conway type, but should not. I, I don't know why he thought he could do stand up either. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know that. I mean, it's one of those things. I don't know that it necessarily proves that he's a hardcore racist or anything. It's just. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to make excuses for it. But on, on the other hand, you know, I don't know. He fucking said it. Fuck it. Live with it. You said it in a public place. Uh, you're a dummy. All right. Well, should we take a... 90-second break? break? Yeah, 90 seconds. No, I don't, wanna, make... I, don't, I don't want to go on break. I just want us to sit here silently and think about what we've done. Well, I mean, we'll do that anyway once I stop recording. Oh, okay. But let's not make the listeners suffer through that. That's why I would like them to also sit silently and think about what they've done with their lives. Well, I mean, I think anybody who's listening to this podcast probably has plenty of those moments in their lives anyway, so. Where they've gone wrong, where they've gone right. Yeah, you often think about where you've gone right, don't you? Yep, that's That's why I dwell on all the time. I was like, wow, that was great when I did that. And it's basically, it happened once in fourth grade, and it was a great day. Yeah, I have those, like, when I'm like, uh, all right, I'm going to try this peanut butter and chocolate ice cream. And then I'm like, yep, fucking right right decision. I got a C. It was awesome. I mean, that that is a good day mm-hmm. for fourth grade. Yep. No, uh, no head in the toilet again. or anything? What's that? Never reached that height again. Well... You know, there's still time. I mean, you could re-enroll in school and I aim, guess. aim for a C. I know, it's not the same. You don't have the same excitement as an adult about no. getting a C as you did as a kid. Plus, I don't think I could pull it off. What? School? Getting this above a C in phonics. Oh, yeah. I don't even remember what a schwa is. A schwa? Mm-hmm. It, oh, it's a, an investment firm. Charles Schwa. I don't know why they're teaching you that in fourth grade. That's really weird. I mean, maybe they, yeah, maybe they just wanted you to be, you know, responsible with your finances. Probably a good thing to teach you in Philadelphia. Well, my teacher's name was E.F. Hutton. And he said, we'll be right back. We had a comrade, a brave comrade, he could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero, tried talking about Shanmiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's greyhound racing, steeplechasing. All right, we're back. I hope you've all had time to think about what you've done. And didn't do. This is... Now we're doing Difficult People, a Hulu original series. Starring Billy Eichner and Julie Klausner. Well, I don't think I know from anything else. I've no. heard her on podcasts before, but that's all I know her from. So she's a stand-up comic? Uh, oh. She's on podcasts. I'll say that much. Maybe she's playing herself in this show. That's all I'm going to commit to. Yeah, probably. 
I think she has her own podcast. Um, but I, yeah, who knows? Anyway, have you watched past the first episode? Nope. Um, yeah, we watched the first episode of that. It's about uh, two friends who were kind of uh, jackasses or or assholes. You know, some some form of the word ass is in there in their yes. description. And uh, I mean, that's it basically. There's you know, it's not super high concept or anything. Um, but you had much more problems with it than I did. I didn't really have any problem with it. I laughed a few times at it. Yeah, I didn't think it was especially funny, and I, I, th- I think it was a little bit irritating as well. I think part of my problem with it was not that they were unlikable, but the the people they were working off of, like the two characters are these people who hate everyone around them, basically. Except yeah, they're like stuff. Michael Morris. It's like yeah, two Michael Morrises. So we'll take two Michael Morrises and they write a show about their lives, but they write everybody else that they're brushing up against as awful. As so Michael the, Morris would do, yes. So the, the people they're brushing up against, they deserve the scorn they get, which is not nearly as funny as it is like on Seinfeld, where the people that they're brushing up against don't deserve anything that happens to them. No, right. Which is a lot funnier. And this just, it was like, we're awful people, but they deserve us being awful. Because look how, like, they go to see the play and they say something inappropriate and behind the kids and the mother turns around and says can't can you not do that which is first of all not that funny but then she continues and like she's very strident about it and it was just it wasn't funny it's true it's hedging your bets a little bit um unlike seinfeld or it's always sunny where everybody else is normal and they're having to deal with these horrible people yes and you're right i agree with that i agree with that criticism and I might watch another episode looking at the, the cast list for future episodes. They got a lot of great people on it. I like Nate Cordry a lot. I like, um, who else did I, uh, Amy Sedaris this comes and I love Amy Sedaris. So maybe I'll watch another episode, but I doubt it. A spoiler alert, dude. Sorry. Jesus. Go read, go read future cast lists of things. What is wrong with you? And she was in an episode of broad city, not an especially good one. Oh, Amy Sedaris. Sure. Yeah, she, they didn't use her to her uh, potential. She was like a real estate agent in that one, right? Yeah. And uh, kind of a sad sack. Yeah, not she. She wasn't really comedic in that role, or, or she didn't have a lot to do comedically. So I think, yeah, I guess that's the problem. The, the comedy was coming from other places. She's so funny. But anyway, yeah, that's my my major complaint. But my major complaint is that I didn't find the parts that were supposed to be funny with the two main characters, especially funny. The minor complaint is like, like I said, but I did like, Oh, I can't remember the guy's name. James or Oh yeah. A few funny, funny bits in the show. He's, he's the part I laughed at a lot. He's always solid. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I don't think this is the greatest show ever, but I'd watch it again. I thought it was funny. I, one of the problems I had with it is that, it was too written. Like some of the lines were just like, they were almost like Twitter jokes or something where you could tell it was like really crafted to be a joke. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Rather yeah. than, rather than just natural dialogue. So I, I did notice that, but I also thought it was funny. Like, um, I thought the joke about wanting, uh, Beyonce's can't wait till Beyonce's daughter grows up to, to be old enough to be peed on by, uh, R Kelly was pretty funny. <laughs> I guess I it's a difference of opinion. I didn't wasn't offended by it, but I just was who cares. It, okay. 
Well, I mean, some of us have hearts, and we do care about things, but, you know. I don't have a heart, and you know that. I have an iron heart from Sears Roebuck. But you can learn. I feel like you can still learn to love. Wrong. I know it's not in your programming. And did you... I, I was... I'm a, I'd be a little bit surprised if you enjoyed Julie's mother because that seemed like the kind of character you don't like. Andrea Martin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was, you know... Eh. Over the top. Yeah, too over the... And, and that's kind of Andrea Martin shtick, you know? Well, I don't think it was entirely her fault. The character, no, no, the character has written, yeah. <laughs> but she does tend to overplay things. She had that, like, summer sitcom replacement that... Uh, we talked yes. about briefly that was the same problem. So, uh, but it is I pro- did... produced oh, by your girlfriend, Amy Poehler. So I'm surprised you didn't like it more executive produced. Even that's, she just put some money in it. Even. Oh, she doesn't I... care. You don't think, you don't think Amy Poehler has any integrity. She's just, she just bankrolling she's... things. She thinks going to rake in the dough. Exactly. But I did want to mention something else I enjoyed. I did like the 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 coworkers at the coffee shop how awful they were. Oh yeah, Gabourey Sidibe and uh, some dude. Yeah, I just liked that they were just for no apparent reason awful people. And I think just, it would have worked better if Billy Eichner and and Julie Klausner were like nice people. <laughs> that would have been because I think that would have been funnier. Anyway, yeah, I, I don't know. What have you're any... saying is you you need nice people to balance to counter the awful people. Which is and, which works comedically better, I agree. And also I need the even if they have it wrong and it's all awful people, I need there to be something actually funny. And this one didn't have anything like that. Oh god. Everyone's a critic. Wait. Oh it did have it did have James James Urbianak. Oh and the the NPR person. Urbianak. However you say it. When they got to the NPR party and the woman's like, uh, this was a good joke and I, I want to highlight it. Highlight it. They they came in and she's like, do you like Cal? And I forget what else. Coconut water? and Which is a very stereotypical thing for, you know. An NPR MP- listener. Yeah. To ask. And then she says, we don't have it. We're just talking about it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a, that's good joke structure set up and punchline. Yes. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I liked the, uh, I, I actually laughed at the, when they were at the play and, and Annie was an understudy and he's like, oh shit. I thought that was funny right in front of the kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't care. And she says she's going to strap her tits up and get up on stage if that kid sucks. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. I laughed. And then it. they go to, to sell their, their, uh, water fountain idea to the guy and the picture comes up and it's like, oh, that's where they're going. These kids are from the beginning. This is so funny. Right. Yeah, that was a little much. But I thought the the pitching the uh, library water fountain water was a decent idea. And I also liked that she kept asking if it tasted like milk. And he was like, no, we don't use yeah. milk cartons. They're new cartons. But but you noticed that that was one of the parts where the guy was actually nice. Yes. And that was funny. Yep. Nope. Exactly. <laughs> And it was it was that too stupid to be stupid, but really funny. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I will probably g- 
give it another try and see because uh, I because I really like Billy Eichner. Uh, I liked his the show where he bothers people on the street more than I like this. Billy on the street. Whatever no, it's called. It's hard to remember the name. The show where Billy's on the street and he bothers people. Billy on the street. Whatever it's called. That yeah. show where Billy's on the street and he bothers people. I can't remember what it's called now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I like him, but I liked him on Parks and Rec. Maybe a bit much for an entire show. I'll see. I'll keep watching. Um, Julie Klausner, I don't really know. thought she was fine. Didn't have any problem with her. Um, no, I didn't have... Yeah. But, yeah, I do agree with you. And and I'll see how it goes. Like, if they interact... If they get more to the level of... Uh, it's always Sunny or Seinfeld, where they're dealing with just normal people and being horrible, that will... That will increase the laughter for sure. And uh, I, I mean, I didn't love this show, but I, like I told you before, it was not too broke girls bad. There was, you know, it was it had funny parts, and I didn't despise it. I just didn't think it was especially funny. Yeah, oh, two broke girls. Uh, here's here's every episode of Two Broke Girls. Oh, sounds like something I got caught in my vagina last night. Oh, hello, I'm Chinese. That's that's two broke girls, right? Don't forget Garrett Morris. Oh, is Garrett Morris what? What does he do? Sell watermelons? I I've never actually seen the show. I just assume it's. Is it racist towards uh, Garrett Morris as well? No. Yeah. But he's in it. Well, that's. I mean, you know, Garrett Morris got to make some money. And he's making a hand over fist. I don't even know what that means. Hand over fist. That's like paper covers rock. But I don't understand what it has to do with money. Oh, like the rock. Wait, the, the Wait, paper why is does, money. If paper covers rock, why does that win? Because paper could go right through rock, rock. I mean, paper could go right through rock at any time and turn into little pebbles. I don't know if you really understand physics at all. I just think paper could blow away. So, like, yeah, why is it? It's so it's so fragile and uh, and uh, you know and it, why does it's, it's much like our, our love it's 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 it flits away on gossamer wings what you put a scissor in a rock you can just cut it in, in pieces and turn it all into pebbles you really seem to be hung up on pebbles I never choose rock because instantly turns into pebbles so it always loses yeah that's smart you shouldn't choose rock um. Yeah, I remember, I mean, I remember as a kid cutting up rocks into pebbles with scissors, but I don't think adults do that. It's those special, like, kid scissors they give you. When you were a kid and you had to choose who was going to go next or whatever you were choosing, we never did rock, paper, scissors. No, we we didn't either. What did you do? Uh, One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. I don't know. It was something like that. You know, like, it was one of those things, like, my... Mother told me to pick the very next one, and you are not going to be it. But I can't remember the, like, the beginning of it. Oh, that one was when there's a group of people. But th- when there's two people... Oh, if there's just two? Yeah. Well, I just asserted my dominance. I like showed them my baboon ass, and was like, it's me. Oh, we did the one, two, three, shoot. Oh, and you do like one or two fingers? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I never understood that. Well, I don't know what's supposed to win. Evens win or odds win? 
I think before you played, you had to call which you have odds or evens. And then you do one, two, three, shoot. That seems complicated. So I used to get confused because I carried a gun and I would actually shoot people. So I got to go. So you did win. Mm hmm. Well, that's good. Mm hmm. And you should have always just called odds then because, you know, you only have one gun. There's a, a, a place here called the National Guard Armory. And all the time they have gun shows there. I just thought about going to it to see what it was like. To going to a gun show? Mm-hmm. Have you ever gone to one? Oh, yeah. I've modeled at them, but I, you know, I've never, like, been in them. I mean, shopped at them. Oh, so you were just working it. You couldn't? Yeah. So when you modeled, model at them, were you just showing like your your guns, or were you carrying guns to say, "Don't you want to be like me to buy guns?" Well, I wasn't invited. I just showed up and posed. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I did give myself strict, uh, strict rules not to fraternize with the gun show people. So. So you didn't talk to anybody. Nope, nope. I was like one of those uh, silver dudes you see on the street doing mime. That you pay, except nobody paid me, and I wasn't silver. I was just uh, wearing my my g-string and uh, striking the pose. I actually just stayed in the same pose most of the time. I was just kind of like standing there, shrugging, like shoulders slumped, because poses are hard. Anyway, no. So I've never really been to a gun show. Would you really go to a gun show? I don't know. I would like to go and just to see what they do there. Just to get in arguments with people. I think it's just like a bunch of dudes talking about like, oh, I got it. This clip will hold uh, 570 rounds of uh, AK 500,087.92s. Uh, you can hit a squirrel at uh, 40 knots with that. I think it's a lot of that. Anyway, I'm looking up how the term G-string came about. Well, it's shaped like a G if you have cerebral palsy. That's how you write a G. No. Well, that turns this off, and I just broke safe search because so, I saw a bunch of people's butts. Asked and answered. Yeah, you could have you could have avoided that. Uh, probably not. Recommendations, Asians, Asians, oh. Asians. Yeah, go ahead. Or you want me to go? I was just seeing if you're ready for that. I'm ready. Uh, since we're, we're now have been doing, like, second seasons of shows we've already recommended. Although I don't know if we actually ever recommended this. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Uh, iZombie. Season 2. Even better than Season 1, I think. I happened to just watch an episode tonight. I know I missed a couple episodes, though, which stinks. But, yes, I've been enjoying this season a lot. Dude, we had to go back and literally rewatch them all because we were like... How? What the fuck? Hulu only had, like, the... like doesn't have the whole season, so there's no way I can go back. Yeah, if only you knew how to use uh, certain sites. Oh, that's what you did? You illegally watched it? Had to. I mean, first season's available streaming. Yeah, in, all in a number place. of places. We, which we watched that also, and then watched the second season. Even though we had watched it live, we like rewatched it because there's when you rewatch it, you realize like there's all kinds of shit that comes back later. Yeah, well, it's, a lot of it I knew. I mean, I knew where Drake came from, but I just didn't know when their relationship got deeper. That's the episodes I missed. He, but anyway, he came from the bottom, now he's here. I I agree with you to recommend that show. 
Yeah, and did you... Well, we watched the season finale, so I won't spoil anything. But... Oh, I didn't know. So there's only a couple episodes left. I can't wait to see it. The the one I just watched, spoiler alert for everyone listening, Major got arrested. Yeah, oh yeah, you have two more episodes. Um, I mean, they, they called it a two-hour long season finale, but it was actually... They broke it up into two episodes on oh, the okay. DVR, so... Um, yeah, but and so I heard it got renewed, but and I was like, oh, awesome. But then I read somewhere else it got renewed for six episodes. I'm like, what? Uh, that stinks. That sounds like they're going to close the show out. But I also read it's one of their highest rated shows on the CW, like maybe even number two. So it doesn't make sense. That, yeah, I don't know. Wait, it's not one of the highest rated shows. Uh, Flash is super, super duper popular. I said it's one of their highest rated shows. Oh, I'm sorry. They only have like four shows. So yes, it is one of their highest rated. No, shows. I even read, I think it was number two, their number two rated show on the CW. Um, so yeah, that's weird. I, I don't know why. We'll see what happens. Anyway, I zombie. That's my recommendation. Asian, Asian. My recommendation is not a second season of a show. It is a first season that just started this week, but the first two episodes were so funny. I insist that you all go out and watch it. It's called The Detour. It stars Jason Jones. It's written by Jason Jones and his wife, Samantha B. And it's funny. It has It's the kind of humor that I don't usually like, but somehow they pull it off and do it really well. There's a lot of sex, sex humor with kids, which usually is kind of stupid, but this is really, really funny. The kids in this show are great. It's about a family vacation when things go wrong and all sorts of stuff. Every episode so far has kind of been written in like you start off in what happens at the end and they go back. So the, those kind of time timey stuff stories and the season as a whole has that happening too that we know stuff that happened beforehand but anyway you should watch it it's really funny well acted the kid the kid the boy actor is one of the funniest kid actors i've ever seen he's really funny well i mean i'm sure he's no jonathan lipnicki but all right what what network that tbs oh yeah so i can't watch it so thanks a lot TBS.com streaming. Eh, I can't. Eh. Do they show do they show commercials when they do that on like their websites? They have to, right? Uh, I don't actually know if it's on TBS. I've watched shows on other networks streaming sites where there is no commercials. Oh. Alright. <coughs> it's called or Detour. You could, Detour. Or you could just do that thing you did to watch iZombie. <coughs> Excuse Whoa. me. God damn it. I hope I don't get that. I hate coughing. Well, you will now. I hate coughing into the mic. I got that uh, West Nile virus, I think. Oh, that's okay. I got the East Nile virus. I think it, it doesn't hurt you. Ah, damn. If I wouldn't, I mean, I wish I would have known you were, you were in the East Nile. When I was on the West Nile, we could have met in the middle. In the, in the Central actual... Nile. Yeah, in the Nile. Yeah. I am in the Nile. I don't get it. Everything is great. I am loved. Write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. Rate us highly on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. But most importantly, tell your friends to listen. I have nothing to add. I was waiting for you to wrap it up. Uh, yeah, tell your friends to listen. Uh, you know, and if they're your real friends, they'll thank you. And if they're not your real friends, and they won't thank you, and then you'll know never to speak to them again. 
we provide a public service for all our listeners. Um, for some reason, Paul F. Tompkins has still not appeared on this podcast, even though we've been doing it for three years. I think he's gotten busy with all his television programs. Programs. Wait, you you watched? Uh, no, you shut up. You said right. Yep, it was okay. funny. I watched uh, for a, f- a few of the f- latest seasons episodes, and it was it was it it built off. I didn't think the beginning was especially funny with of each episode that I watched, where he's talking like the the news of the day, and they have kind of kind of Colbert Report stuff going on. Yeah, it's on. not until they get the the panel of puppets and stuff. And yes, that's when it yeah. gets super funny. Yeah. Yeah, but I liked it. I like Paul Tompkins, and it's good to see him in a starring role in something. Although that bazillion dollar properties, got to watch that again. Yeah, I watched a couple of episodes of that. It's one of those where like, I can't watch too many at once. Yeah, okay, because I watched the first episode, and I was like, I would like to watch the next one, but I don't think I'd like it to watch it for another week or so. And I guess I had the right attitude. But there's something else I wanted to say. I forgot it. Was it about PFT? Oh, I know what it was. Whoever writes to us first after this episode wins a big prize. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got big prize in store for you. A big, big prize. Be sure to read the fine print, but it's a big prize. Uh, I guess that does it for this week. Don't know what we're doing next week. Don't care. We've both kind of given up on our lives in general. Um, Speak for yourself. I've not given up on your life. Oh, thanks, man. I knew there was somebody rooting for me. It's not enough, though. Um, until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.